Hello, this is Sonata Allison, and you're listening to episode 16 of the Parallel Podcast, where we talk about sexuality as it should be. All right, hello, everyone. So I wanted to do this episode because I feel like it's important to highlight even situations where the Lord is able to work regardless of our past decisions before coming to Christ. And I think this couple's story is a perfect example of that. So I just want you guys to know, like, no matter what your past is or where you come from, potentially your consequences may follow you. But at the end of the day, God's going to find a way to get glory for it. So let's get right into it. All righty. Hello, Amy and Josh. Hi. Hello, hello. Hey, guys. So just a quick backstory on how I know these people, which is so random. Like <laughs> I had like random roommates in college when I was an undergrad and Amy was one of those people. What? Yeah, yeah. So she got to witness me speaking in my sleep and all of yes. <laughs> my weird <laughs> behaviors. So, I mean, I don't know. That was the only roommate. You're the only roommate that heard me talk in my sleep. So I don't know. Maybe you were just hearing things. Right. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> but yeah, so I thought it'd be a really cool opportunity to bring these two on. And like I probably said in the intro already, I just want to highlight how the Lord can use any circumstance, either before we were in Christ or after, to bring him glory. So before we start, I want to ask you guys, what is one aspect of God's character, Jesus' character, Holy Spirit's character that you've seen evident in your life? throughout your whole life? Like what would be one aspect of his character? For me, I would say his goodness. He's good no matter what situation you're going through. If it's a bad, a good situation, the good thing about God, he's still God in the midst of whatever you're going through. You always got to give him the glory. But for me, his goodness is just amazing and beautiful the way he do things. Even though sometimes we don't understand, that's my favorite, one of my favorite characters from God. Goodness. Awesome. Awesome. For me, I would say one of the things that have been very vivid in my life has been his, I I was trying to just like pick one, but I would say like love and his grace. And the reason I say that is I grew up in a Christian home. And so I was very like aware of like, you know, everything and grew up in church and whatnot, super involved in ministry. My parents or pastors. And so for a really long time, even like as an adult, I just felt like there is like a do like a to-do list. Like it felt like because I was a Christian, these are all the things that I I have to do. And if I don't, like Amy, you you stink. You know what I'm saying? And even as an adult, obviously like having Noah, my time alone with God like was very different. Like trying to fit all of that in my schedule. And so at times I just felt like oh my gosh, you're such a horrible person. Like, you know, for me, having my time was very important. And one thing that I've experimented, especially this last year, has been like his love. And like, at times where I felt a certain way, like, I've just felt like, it's okay. Like, I still love you no matter what, like, it's okay. And just having that like grace has been like one of the things that has been like super vivid like i said in the beginning his love and his grace yeah that's really good so it's like 
I think in our minds, sometimes we forget that like Jesus can be affectionate towards us. Like it doesn't have to come from humans. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's cool that you, you pointed that out. Like his love has been evident. So I think that's really cool. So yeah, you talked a little bit about your background with like Christianity, but how did you guys meet? I'm going to say this. (laughs) All right, let me start. So like I said, I grew up in, well, we both are from PR, Puerto Rico. We were born and raised over there. And then I actually met him my first year being in Orlando at church. So I was like, I said I was very involved in like church and stuff. So I did from like drama to like dance to like worship. I mean, I, anything you can think of, I was like very involved. And then I remember being like in the worship team and like I played drums or I used to play drums. I didn't know that. She still plays. She just. Wow. Anywho, so I was playing drums. I remember when I, well, sometimes if I wasn't like playing drums, I was like, singing and like he was just sit at the front row like look at me like this <laughs> i was like ew, ew so, weird. so like i always found that super weird like i i've seen him at church whatever but you know he was like the cool kids mm. he was with all the bodies from my church and i was like oh no and then he had like a bunch he had like piercings and braids i was like you're so not my type he, he had braids y'all can't see him right now but his head is bald <laughs> no hair on his head <laughs> yes. wow he yeah so that was like we met at church and that's always like i'm like weird funny story because he was really like looking at me like he was he was a weirdo but yeah so we met at church how many years ago it's been it's been i want to say 10 years now yeah, 10 years. But like, like you said, I used to sit in the front, just stalking on her, looking at her. I was like, that girl's going to be my girl. Hey. Know? I was prophesying already. But yeah, <laughs> she used to dance. She used to sing, play drums. And she was she was beautiful. And she's still beautiful. Don't get me wrong. And then one day, I remember I was sitting in the front, and she sat right behind me. And I was talking to my <laughs> friends. And I was talking in Spanish. And she was like, man, I love his accent. And I turned around, and I smiled at her, and she turned red. I was like, <laughs> true yeah. story. True story. I said, yeah, here we go. (laughs) And then after that, we went to like a youth night and we went bowling. Yeah. And she was taking pictures. You know, she loves taking pictures. (laughs) I guess it was time to go and she needed a phone to call her dad. And I overheard her. And I said, hey, girl, I got you here. Here's my phone. Just call your dad from there. After that, I think we took a picture. Yeah, we did take a picture. And then we, I I believe we either we exchanged number or I hit it. No, no, I hit it. Like I said, I was a stalker, so I found (laughs) her on Facebook. Ain't nothing wrong with that. (laughs) And then I found out she had a boyfriend, but I guess they were having trouble. Like they were having problems and stuff. And you know when you post on Facebook the the single or married, blah blah blah. I guess she put she was single, Mm -hmm. and I was the first person to like it. I'm not ashamed. (laughs) I said, let's go. You know. But yeah, after that, we just, we started talking on Messenger and we just, you know, we linked up, we exchanged numbers and the rest is story. We're still here. We're married now. Yeah. Hey. And how long have y'all been married so far? It's going to be six years in October. Six years in October. Oh my gosh. It's been that long. Yeah. It's crazy, right? Wow. Insane. Wow. So awesome. Awesome. And you may have heard a a small human in the background that is their child. So just disregard. (laughs) (laughs) You're completely fine. But yeah, so I just wanted to hear, I just wanted them to hear about kind of your first year of marriage and what you were talking to me about. Yeah. Josh will be back, but. 
yeah and so i can start and so pretty much and i'll do like a little bit of like a, i will try to do it as quick as i can and like do a little some uh, summary but josh and i have been dating since i was in my 10th 10th grade going to my 11th grade and i'm currently 26 so it's been a hot minute but anywho so finally i get to like marry my pretty much high school sweetheart and we were so excited he was so good and he's still like so good. He even did things like that I never thought that nobody would like do for me. And that meant a lot for me. When I was, when we were engaged, I actually moved out by myself for six months and I was living by myself. So the struggle was real. And Josh literally like took upon himself, like to get another job, literally paid for my rent. And oh. like you, yeah, okay, man of God. Yes. So that was something that obviously like when I had, when I left my mom's house, it wasn't on the best note. So he was really there for me in so many ways. And one of the things that I was like, oh, I made the best decision to marry Josh was he showed it to me. You know what I'm saying? He didn't. And he was very clear. We were very both clear. I made it very clear for him how I wanted to wait like until marriage because I, Part of me, I was like, oh my gosh, we're doing all these things that like a marriage couple would do. But obviously we weren't married yet. I was living by myself. And for me, it was like, oh my gosh, you know, I still still have to wake Josh. And he was very respectful since day one. We had talked about that. But yeah, so we get married and six months, I think like seven months in our marriage, maybe seven or eight, I don't remember. Exactly. We get a message. I was actually working. I was in my classroom and he's like, Hey, what are you doing? And I was like, Well, I'm I'm at work. What's up? And then he's like, Can you sit down? And I was like, Okay. And then he's like, Put me on speaker. I sent you a a message. Screenshot. Like, yeah, a screenshot. I was like, Okay. So then I, I went on my phone, I sat down, and then I start reading the message and it had a picture of a little boy. He was probably like Five. He was five. Yeah. He was five, and then it said that he had a son and PR. And obviously, we were we were already married. We were in Florida, and so I was like, "What?" Like it just felt like a dream, and we were like confused and in love. So I was like, "So anywho, like whatever." I think I was able to get off of work a little bit before we went home, and we kind of like just we were both like in shock. And so pretty much we just like sat at home and we kind of like just tried our best to just allow all that information to kind of like sink in. And obviously we did like all the correct stuff. Like we have actually three couples that we we look up to and they mean a lot for us. So one of the couples that are very close to us, they're like spiritual parents was like, hey, I think you guys should probably just take a little break and, you know, not go to PR as quick as you guys want to go. And so we did. We kind of just, like, slept on it. And then, obviously, like, we did all the legal stuff. So he got tested over there, William, and then Josh over here. And so that's something that kind of, like, wrecked us. Yeah, especially because it was literally we were turning, we were about to turn a year of marriage. She, I know she said seven months, but it was more into like eleven months of marriage, of being married. So when we found out, we literally had to, you know, do all, the whole process. We went to Puerto Rico, and literally the day off, 
the day of our anniversary, our first year anniversary, we were signing papers and me like, you know, pretty much saying that he's my son. And that was like the, our first year was like the, the hardest year, but thankfully it made us stronger. We're still here today. And like I said, that's why I was saying one of the characters that I love from God is his goodness and he's faithful and he's good. And no matter what situation you're going through, he's going to get you through. But yeah, God is good. So, yeah. Yeah. So just kind of like hopping to what you had said, definitely was very hard. I mean, that first year of marriage, you're trying to, I had said at the beginning, like Josh really showed how amazing he was and just how awesome of a husband he was even before we got married. I remember there was a time that we were alone in my apartment or our apartment at the time that I was like, just like ready. Right. I was just like, you know what? We're going to get right. We're going to get married in a few months. Like I'm just done. It doesn't matter. There was like things happening between my family and I was just like, so done. And literally he like pushed me off and he's like, you know what? No, like I've been waiting for you for a long time. And like, this is not what you want. You want to get married. We've talked about it. Like since we were, kids and like just because this is happening I will not allow you to just give it all away you know and so there were so many things that I was like oh he's such a like amazing like I literally thought Josh was like so perfect and he was amazing and he is amazing and obviously when this happened it wasn't until like we got back from PR that I think it like hit him First, for some reason, I don't know a crazy reason. I have no idea where I got like all this like love and just like extra strength. I'm lying. Obviously, it was God, but it was like supernatural. Instead of me, yes, I doubted at the beginning with like with who I was. Kind of like, man, like this is the guy I I've been praying about and just. I waited for him and now like he has a kid with somebody else and like, how does this look like? So I did struggle with myself. Obviously I ended up having to make some changes in like our social media and obviously had to pray a lot and not allow those negative thoughts like come in. But I had like this picture perfect of who Josh was that I had experienced him for sure in our relationship but when we came back from PR from like all of that I think it like really 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 like just hit him and he like I felt like I had a roommate obviously like he was super down he got like depressed and it was so overwhelming everything that was happening it was just like so I was trying to be patient with him. I was just like, you know, just praying for him and like trying to like support him in any way possible. But then I was like, you have to like suck it up. Like, yo, we're not, I'm not going to divorce you. Like, we're both in this. Like, it's okay. Like, we're going to figure this out. And it was really hard because even when we had that conversation of just like me telling him suck it up, obviously I felt bad, you know, but at the same time, it wasn't like something that happened overnight. You know what I'm saying? Like, it really has taken him more than three or four years to like, and I feel like God is still like working with both of us in this aspect because it really like shook our marriage. 
Like it really yeah. tested us. And it was something that I honestly, I haven't really met anybody that has been in like our situation and stuff in our shoes or have a similar story to this. But I honestly say that if it wasn't for God, like using me in that aspect of just like embracing everything and still loving you, like loving Josh and like accepting William and just pretty much like being like a stepmom randomly because I don't know where what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, so like our life completely changed and it was like, it's a lot, you know, but I really know that if it wasn't for God, I don't even think we would have even been married because it literally broke him. Broke so for him. me thinking like, this is like the best man and like so perfect and all this stuff. And then when he was really like at his lowest, I was like, what did I get myself into? Like, this is not the guy I married. This is not like he was doing and acting different way and I wasn't used to that but I also a good friend of mine I remember told me one time in our living room that I she said I really feel that this is something that I don't know if you remember Stephanie yes yes I do I remember Stephanie telling me one time and I took I didn't take it like I didn't take it good she was like I feel like have you have put Josh like he was going to resolve all your issues in your marriage. And kind of like, I was like, he was like my, my God, pretty much. Yeah. And I, and I was like, that's not true. Like, no, I was like, <laughs> no. And I didn't take it. Obviously I was very defensive about it. But as the years went on, I remember just like being so hurt at certain things that he would do or how he would act. And I was like, why is this affecting me so hard? Like, I don't get mm. it. Like I should be, okay when I'm not saying he's perfect and certain things that he did was okay but I'm like I should be okay with forgiving him and like accepting that at the end of the day he's human and like and so it wasn't until like time and situations happened that I was like oh my gosh Stephanie was so right like I was putting my happiness my happiness in him and my trust in him and like all these things in him because in that moment when I was like when I had a difficult time, I felt like God kind of like was like, he rescued me. He paid for my apartment. He did all these things. And like, that's how I felt in the moment. And even looking back, I was like, back then I put it him. He was my first and everything. And I noticed that because the second time around, that would have been different. I know I would have felt like, Oh wait, we've been here before. And I remember when I went through this situation, I put God first and like I did this, but it felt so different. So even looking back, I was like, when I went through this, I put him, he was like my all. That's why I thought he was so perfect. And it was something that really like shook, I mean, individually, and it shook us as a couple, as individual person, because I had to like pray for my husband, like never before, mm-hmm. even though he said things to me and was acting a way that I wasn't used to I was just like pray for him and like we're gonna like we're gonna be okay and it wasn't like a one month thing it wasn't like a year thing it was like it was like five years we're about oh wow oh yeah we're about to turn six years and it's we've even like I cried because I get like super emotional but we were at a wedding and like I told him I was like babe like I'm just so like it's so awesome to see when you pray for something and you literally cry 
and you don't know what else to do. And you just you're like, God, I'm so done with this. And I told him like this year, I've said it already twice. I'm like, I'm so proud of you. Like it's, you don't know how, like how amazing it is to see somebody like struggle or like you've prayed so much for this person. And sometimes you don't see it right away. And then you're like, you know what? This will never happen. Like we will never like get better and whatever. And just to see like the man that he has become this year and how God has used him in so many ways. It's just, I cannot even describe the joy that I have, like even telling him like, it's, you don't understand. He's like, why are you crying? I was like, because I've literally (laughs) cried for this. Like I've, I've prayed so much for you. I was like, you have no idea. And to see that like fulfillment has been a blessing, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. One of the reasons why, I mean, I was, it took me so long to forgive myself, to forgive people, forget others. It was because we found out in the child support office that my parents knew about my whole child. And it hurt so much because I literally lost five years with my son. You know, and that's that's hard. And to this day, it's still hard to like take. We can't we can't take time back. Let's start with that. You just can't. You can try to make that up, but it's going to be it's not going to be impossible, but it's going to take a lot of time. So when I found out that my mom and dad knew about it. That they blocked the girl from Facebook. Back then, it was MySpace and all those social media. Throwback. Yeah, <laughs> literally. <laughs> and the reason why supposedly they did that is because in Puerto Rico, there's a law. Because I was under 18, my parents had to pay the child support. So oh. I'm just guessing. So that, they would be responsible. Right, they would be responsible mm-hmm. for the child, not me. But oh, now that okay. I'm a parent, you know, hopefully this never happened. But if Noah or William have a son... I would be like, yo, get a job and pay for this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now that I have this mindset, I'm, you know, I'm more like, I'm grown. I'm a parent now. I'll be like, mm-hmm. yo, just get a job and, you know, be responsible. But I guess that was a way of my parents protecting me, which it was not right at all. Of course. Because I literally lost five years with my son. And because of yeah. that, you know, my wife had to pay for all my worst behavior, literally. Like, I was just mm-hmm. the worst. Yeah. I never laid hands on my wife, but emotionally, like, I was just being a like a jerk mm. like, oh, you know what i mean yeah so I guess it took me a while to forgive my parents you know and one day i was like you know if jesus can forgive our sins why can't i just forgive my parents like amen you know what i mean i'm not nobody <laughs> literally so yeah it, it took me a while and that's why i go back to god goodness because it's just if he can do it i can do it too you know yeah um, and the thing is like you weren't even trying to like avoid taking the responsibility mm-hmm. you just didn't know I didn't know. Yeah. yeah, it was wild. And this is the first time I talk about this, like... Like, publicly, I, I pull, so... Yeah. yeah, I mean, but that's yeah. awesome, like... And it feels good, though. Yeah, like, you obviously made a decision that you shouldn't have made, but your desire for forgiveness and you, like, really fully feeling it, like, that's how you know Christ is within you and you feel conviction, so... Yeah, and... Like that's I really said, why God I wanted can, you guys to come on. Yeah, and God can forgive your sin, but not not your consequences. You have to go and that's what yeah. Right. That's the hard part. Yeah, you have to. It's a process, and that's how you grow, and that's how you can help others. That's good. That's the only way. You know, if you don't go yeah. through that process, so, you won't be able to help anybody. Like Yeah, even after yourself. being in Christ. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, part of the story. Yeah, so, I mean, even after being in Christ, like, you are, you are made new, you're white as snow, all that good stuff, but, like, you're still the same person and your your decisions still have consequences. Exactly. So this is not us saying like, you know what, live your life however you want to. God will make it good in the end. What we're saying more is like, 
yes, you can make bad decisions, but your consequences are also going to be a real thing. But also God is good and he'll still receive glory out of it. Exactly. So awesome. So my next question is, how do you feel like he's been glorified through this experience? Just in your marriage, in your relationships with your son, just things like that. I would say the way he's been glorified, I think through our faith, you know, if, if in order to have faith, you have to you have to have a relationship with God. That's the only way you can have faith because you we have faith because we don't we haven't seen God, but we feel him. We have the Holy Spirit. It's in us. And I think through worship as well, like that's the only way you can glorify God, even when I don't feel like worshiping him. But I know I have to because at the end of the day, he deserves all the glory. No matter Amen. what you're going through. So for me, like my biggest one is like faith and worship. That's good. I think this experience, like I've, I said before, like it's, it shook our marriage. Yeah. But one of the things that I, because I remember just like just crying out so many times, like why me God? like I waited for me. Purity was very important. And this is something like I had shared with you when I was in 10th grade. Like I told Josh, I want to be virgin. Like, I'll, like <laughs> when I get married, that's going to be the time that I have like sex. And so for me it was something so important. So when this happened, I was like, but I waited, God. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, really I was like, but I, I did my best, and I felt like this was the guy. And like, why this is this is like a novella? I don't get it. Why is this <laughs> happening to me? So, for so like for a long time, I just didn't understand the why, you know. And obviously, I feel like all of us ask that question at times when we're going through a situation. But one, I definitely have seen, like Joshua said, his goodness and. With this experience, I never knew the love that I that I had like within me because I and then Josh can correct me but that I'm wrong. Like many times he like argued with me and like would question me, how am I so okay? How can I still love him? And how can I still accept this little boy and his family? I remember one time he was like, Are you crazy? How can you say that you love his mom? And like, I never knew like, like the Jesus that I had like inside of me, because it wasn't like Amy, you know, I think it was so Jesus that I was able to like love in this little boy and like his family and show like kindness, no matter what, because at the end of the day, he didn't have, it wasn't his fault, you know? And so like, I remember one time he's like, can I call you mom? And I was driving. I was like, obviously I was, I didn't even have Noah back then. So I was like what do I say? Uh, How do I act? And I was trying to be like cool about it. I was like, sure, but you know, you can still call me Amy or whatever. And so from this experience, I think that one of the things that for me has been, I think that has been so important for me has been just showing love to him and his family and to my husband and not like my love. I think it's just God's love. No matter what happens at the end of the day, it's something that wasn't done like on purpose. And I for sure still love on, on William and his family and like my husband as much as I can, not because I want to do it because that time is Something that it's not that you desire. Oh, this is so perfect. No, it's just God's love, period. And I can't even like describe certain things that I even have said or done that I'm like, you sound crazy right now. And he's told me before, like, you're out of your mind. 
and it's not even me i think it's just like the holy spirit like yes and that's so cool like ultimately it's literally the lord working through you like he's showing you how to unconditionally love someone and that's not in our character that's not in any human's character regardless of how close you are to god like that's (laughs) just lord yeah because we're selfish and that in that right many times i was like well i waited and i did things right i'm like shut up and so for (laughs) so long i had that sometimes i would like have that battle between like god and obviously i never shared that with josh because i didn't he was already enough struggling himself you Mm -hmm. know yeah just like with all these thoughts and him thinking that he wasn't enough and he failed and he's such a bad dad and all these stuff that obviously it was like, why would I even tell him how I felt in that moment? But yeah, I had many of those moments. And then I felt like God, not, I felt, I know that God used me for whatever reason with this. And he has given me so much grace. It's not even funny. (laughs) <laughs> like Josh even would cry when we would spend time and he was like, I don't understand. I mean, why, why does William love you more than I, than he loves me? And I, I had no idea like what to say back to him. And I was like, I don't, I don't even know, but I literally saw it like God just giving me grace because he didn't know us. Like, yeah. And then that first Christmas he spent it here. Yeah. And oh, it was wow. like, Oh yeah. We met him. Oh, in wow. October. We met him in October, right? Met him in October, yeah. And December, he flew in. He spent Christmas with us. Wow, and what I, an experience. Oh my gosh, yeah. And we're not going to go into details because yeah. we don't have time of like, right. the things we've lived with him until this day. Because obviously, now I meet my dad. And now he's married. And then a few years later, oh, I have a little brother now. Like... He has gone through so much change in the past, like, six years that I can, I just pray over him because I think that's the most that we can do and and give him space. I think this this year has been a year that we have learned how to, like, give space and we're doing our part and God will do his part as long as we're doing our part. And so, oh, yeah, but we will not even go into details of, like, (laughs) the things and, oh, my gosh, we'll be here all, like, until tomorrow morning i mean i might have to have y'all back on but i did want to ask you like so what are the blessings you've seen like in in williams you said his name william right yes his name is in william's life and i guess in your lives as well through this experience what are the blessings you've seen come from this oh my gosh like i said god's grace and like i said if you thought that you knew someone wait until you get married wait until you have kids the lord is gonna just test you like (laughs) never before I think something that I have seen the most is perseverance. For some reason, I could have given up. Josh could have given up on our marriage. Allow all those bad thoughts that he had. And he struggled for a long time. And like I said, it wasn't like a year thing. It was like five years. And just be like, you know what? We're done. This is not going to work out. I could have been like, you know what? I waited my whole life for this. I'm not dealing with this. Or he could have allowed all those negative thoughts that didn't come from God and be like, you know what? This was just like a mistake. This is not going to work for us. Now I have another kid. Like it affected our finances too, because I've obviously shout support. And in so many other areas, I think like we could have just been like, we're done, drop the mic and that's it. But I think something that, has been evident in our marriage and obviously 
God has tested our faith. Like I never been like I've never gone through something that I felt like, oh crap, this is like really breaking me and molding me in so many areas. But for sure, I think like perseverance has been something that we've had and it hasn't been like a Josh and Amy thing. It's definitely been like God, period. It's been God. We could have not done it on our own stream for sure. Yeah, for me, I think the biggest blessing that I think he experienced, William, is like seeing a family that can stay together because he goes through a lot, you know. That's good. His mom, like, you know, being with different mans. She got four kids. All four kids are different baby daddies. So for him to come to our house and our home, which is his home too, yeah. but he comes only, what, maybe once a year? So when he see us together and the way we are with each other, for yeah. him, yeah, it's a big impact, but I know we already planted that seed yeah. that there's, you know, it is possible to have a strong family. And it's not because, like Amy said, it's not because of us. It's because, you know, God is literally our rock. If, if God is not the center of our family, we won't be here. We won't be talking to you right now. I'll tell you that. You know what I mean? So for me, it's just for him to see that we it is possible to have faith and have a strong family. Even if it's a blended family, he still gets to see like both worlds. You know what I mean? Yeah. And hopefully that seed will grow eventually. Yeah. We just got to keep watering and watering and eventually he will see it. Yeah. And something just because I was reminded, I remember the first time William said, I love you to us. It was like a big deal because we're very affectionate. Like Josh and I would know what, like, I mean, if you hang out one time with us, like Noah randomly would be like, Mama, I love you. Papa, I love you so much. And this is <laughs> this is his rewards, right? He loves me more. He does. <laughs> so like, I hear that. Obviously, that's something that's a learned, something that we have taught him, right? We just love each other. And it's not that we're perfect or anything. But that's something like that we both said we wanted to do for a family. And so we would, I remember we used to tell him, I love you. We would say, te amo. And then he would just stay quiet. We wouldn't say it back. And then for so long, like I just told Josh, it's okay. Like, just keep saying it. Like, let's just show it to him. Not only say, but like, let's show that we truly love him. Right. Mm -hmm. And I remember the first time, like he said, I love you to us. We were like, trying not to make a big deal, but it was so (laughs) a big deal. Like we were like, oh my gosh, he just said, I love you. Oh my gosh. And it, I think it took a year, right? Yeah, pretty much. It took like a year or so, or a little bit more. I don't remember. But it was something that we would like tell him very often. And even when we when he was here, he didn't know how to act. When we would like hug him or like even say it to him. So I think that has been such a blessing to see. Like I remember when he couldn't even say, I love you. He couldn't say it back. He couldn't say it back. He couldn't like hug us, and and for us to like see that, yes, it's took him like it's been like six years, but but now <laughs> we can talk to him, and he would fruit, say yeah, it. He would fruit. be like, "I love you, Amy. I love you, Bobby," and he will hug us, whatever. So that's been something that for me has been like amazing to see. Yeah, and I think it's so beautiful that you've said like perseverance is the blessing that you got out of this because that's not a fun blessing to receive, you know. But that's awesome. And you've also been able to bless another life. And he sees Christ in your lives, in your marriage and in the way that you love him. So I think it's just beautiful. Like the Lord does things in mysterious ways and very differently than we may have seen it before. But it's still unconditional love that you're receiving. But you're also being able to give to someone that 
you didn't even plan to give it to. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So good. Oh my gosh. So I'm so glad to have you guys on the podcast. <laughs> I would rather it be like another hour, but we don't have the time for that. So maybe I'll have you guys back on one day. <laughs> but yeah, so I appreciate you guys coming on. As you guys know, on the podcast, you can follow the parallel at the parallel pod on Instagram. And I will talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye. Thank you.